Welcome to Toolbox Talk, Smallfish Business Coaching's podcast for tradies and builders. Now I'm John Dale and I'm a business coach for tradies and builders and this podcast is here to help you put structure and systems into your business so you can grow it properly. If you want to watch some more of my videos, head over to smallfish.com.au and while you're there, check out the Big Numbers Workbook and learn a bit more about the important numbers in your business. Hi there, it's me, John. I'm going to do a new thing, right? This is me recording my journey as a customer of trays. Right, I've just moved house. I've just moved, I'm moving from rented accommodation, a rented house into another rented house and then into, and then into a house that my girlfriend and I, Michelle, are buying together. And I'm going to be using a lot of tradies and I thought it might be fun to kind of record my experiences for you and see what we can learn from a customer's perspective. We always think from our perspective, from mine as a business coach, telling you what you should be doing to make more money or to provide better service. And from yours, you know, customers can be a frustration, I know, or, you know, they can be lovely and friends as well, but they can be a frustration. So I thought it might be interesting to give the customer's perspective. I think partly just to see what happens because it's fun, partly because I was telling a story about something that happened, the one I'm going to tell you today, to my colleague Lindsay and she thought it was funny. She thought we might all like it because it's funny. And partly because, like I said, I think we might learn something about how you can run your businesses better if you think about your customer's perspective a bit more. All right. So in the last week, I've moved out of my rented accommodation into another rented house. And in a few weeks, when we complete the purchase of this house, I'll be moving into a fixer-upper in Brunswick Heads. So in the last week, I've used a bond cleaner. I've used a flea sprayer, that was yesterday, a carpet cleaner. A pest inspector, a building inspector, and a removalist. And they're just the ones that spring to mind, and a handyman. So I've used a lot of trades already, and, you know, there's a fat list of more of them coming along. And a removalist, of course, he moved us. And the, tell, the story I want to tell goes like this. I was at the old house yesterday, cleaning up, cleaning the outside, prior to letting the cleaners in to do the bond clean. I had my car full of crap that I'd, you know, the stuff left behind by the removal men that was going to the tip or in the bins or whatever, my blower. I was blowing leaves around the garden, making the place look nice. Thought I'd better move my car so that uh, I could blow the leaves out from underneath it. Had all the doors open, of course, and shit all over the place and shit on the passenger seat. So I reversed the car down the drive, got to close the doors, bent the front, the passenger door back and fucked it. So I've got my beautiful, reasonably new car with a fucked door that won't close. <laughs> Not very happy by this time. I've been swearing and effing and blinding and I'm pissed off. And I had to drive through Byron Bay, which is a small town where, you know, a lot of my friends live and I'm, I'm, I know lots of people. And I've got a very noticeable car with personalised number plates that say small fish. So everybody, all my mates know my car, you know. And I'm driving through town with a car flapping its passenger door like a bird with a broken wing that's held on with a fucking bungee cord that I'm holding in the driver's seat, trying to get myself to the smash repairers before anyone saw. I'm feeling pretty self-conscious by this stage. I get to the smash repairers, I have to tell this whole story again. They, of course, made me feel like a bit of a chump. There's another trade. They were very nice, actually. Drove me back into town to get my hire car and then I drove home to the new house and I was locked out because I'd left my new key there 
So it wasn't a great day yesterday. And this morning, I had to go back to the old house to let the flea go in. We've got dogs, I had to do a flea spray. I had to let him in. I get there, there's a photographer there for the real estate taking pictures so they can sell it. He says, oh yeah, no worries. I can let the guy in. I'll still be here. Or if I have to go, I can leave the door open. So I think, great. I drive back into Byron Bay. Ten minutes. I can do some work. Maybe have a coffee. Flea guy rings. Guess what? He can't get in, can he? Because the stupid photographer forgot to leave a door open for him and left before he got there. So I've got to drive back to the house. Ten more minutes. Let the flea guy in. So he can do the flea spray as a condition of me ending the lease. Happy days. So I met this guy, he's very nice. He had a good laugh at my expense. Told him the car story as well, which he rather enjoyed. And I think this is the point I want to make. He still, despite my kind of reluctance, made me pay up front for the job he was doing. That was his process. That was what his boss asked him to do. He had a form and he said, give us your credit card number. And I had to go back to my car, get my card, come out and pay him. And I didn't really want to, right? I was grumpy. I just told him a story about how grumpy I was. I'd just driven out there. I was feeling a bit cross. And he kind of made me do it in a gentle, kind of reasonably nice way. And, you know, even though I was a bit reluctant because I couldn't be asked, I didn't really mind. And I still did it. And I got my card and I paid and he did the job and it was all quite pleasant. So there's a couple of points I want to make. I think one is, you know, you don't know what your customer's been through, right? You know? You know, and I see lots of complaints and frustrations and I talk to tradies and get lots of frustrations about customers being idiots. And you don't know what's happened in the last day or two to them necessarily. What's making them grumpy, right? I was grumpy as an arsehole to this poor flea guy until I kind of got over myself a bit and cheered up. Um, you know, so you don't know what they've been through. You maybe give them, cut them a bit of slack, listen and understand, ask questions. A smile and a bit of sympathetic understanding goes quite a long way. And the other point, I think, is stick to your guns, you know. I didn't want to go back to my car and get my credit card and pay right then. I wanted him to email me an invoice. But but he stuck to his guns, and I did what I was told, and it was probably the right thing for him. I didn't really mind after a minute. So he stuck to his process. It was the right thing. They've got their money. Everybody's happy. So stick to your process. Use process. Use documentation like checklists, which is something I talk about a lot. But follow process. It's good for you, and the customers don't really mind. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. Like it, share it, or give it a gold star or something. Maybe even leave a nice review. It will help me out. Thanks a lot.